What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 13 of Grab, Don't Slap. As usual, we got the same starting five. You got Zach, Jason, Josh, Royce, and myself, Patrick, talking to you guys all about basketball. And man, I hope we just, instead of just talking about basketball, I really hope that we start hooping. Hey. It's getting it's getting closer to that time where we can start. Finally, we saw wow. Jason with the ice today. It got me motivated, man. Oh boy, those shoes! <laughs> What's that new hoop shoes you got, Jason? All right, everyone know. I I don't know if it's controversial, but we're gonna rock with uh, Kanye West's first Adidas basketball shoe, the Yeezy Quantum Basketball. Uh, they feel really good on foot. Uh, we can't wait to see how they perform on court. I'll tell you that right now. I'm excited. I've, I mean, I've always been a fan of Kanye West. I think Zach knows this, but like, yeah, everyone knows this. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> besides that, I'm excited to see how he does in making an actual basketball shoe. Man, I can't wait for. I can't wait to get back on the court and test them out. Second, um, I think as soon as everybody is fully vaccinated we can call ourselves the vac street boys yo oh, that's terrible <laughs> hey. that's terrible uh, <laughs> that our new yeah, rec league team name <laughs> <laughs> speaking of hooping the warriors are not hooping <laughs> well they lost today the, they lost well today yeah against the pelicans it was great but to lose to the timberwolves yeah. Timberwolves. Oh man, that's frustrating. Is that tactical play though, letting them win? No, because we won tonight. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Why? It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't smart for either side. No. Why would the Timberwolves win? That's that like lessens their chance of getting a top pick. Yeah, like of keeping um, their pick. Unless they're that far in front of like. No, the Timberwolves are 14th. The Rockets are officially the worst Last. league. Yeah, yeah, no, the, the Rockets are like four games behind. The oh, only do and the second worst team is the Pistons in 1946, 19 and 46. Oh my god, we need the we need the Timberwolves to win two more games and then we need the Magic to just lose out the rest of the season because yeah. that puts them in fourth and hopefully we get that pick and it's the fourth pick. Exactly, dude. I mean, the Magic were doing a good job of losing until Cole Anthony hit that game winner. Shout out to him. Yeah, he's a he's a real hooper. He's a real hooper. Yeah, that interview was really funny. That was <laughs> heck of funny. If you, oh, if you guys saw that interview with Cole Anthony, he's he was just hyped oh, on adrenaline. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was heck of funny. That's one of my favorite post-game interviews after. We like that. You like that. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> that was reminiscent of that. Oh, man. Pudgy fuck. Yeah, so we just keep, well, let's keep our fingers crossed that the Timberwolves keep winning and the Magic Pistons and Rockets keep doing their thing and keep losing. You guys maybe, maybe the Cavs can drop some games too. Let's push the Timberwolves to like out of the top five if possible. Have you guys heard of that app or that website Tankathon? Tankathon? Tankathon, dude. I was just looking that up. What is Tankathon, <laughs> Zach? It's a, it's a draft lottery simulator. 
So like you just hit sim lottery and it'll give you a random order. And I just love doing it once in a while to see like what the chances are. So look, I'll hit it right now. Pause. <laughs> Minnesota got seven, so we would be getting the seventh pick. It's just like some, you know, it's kind of cool to look at. I'll say, mm. I'm fine with that. That's the seventh pick. There's still good players at the seventh pick. Hit it again. They got number two, and we, so we didn't get it. So it's like, it's yes, just I just did it. We got seven. <laughs> yeah. I think they're trying to say we're going to get the seventh pick. I hope we get it. Okay, yeah. It's pretty random. I hit it. I, I spun it like four times. And like twice they were in the top three. And then twice they were out. Like this one just now, uh, we got the fourth pick. So that'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. That would be absolutely yeah, I wouldn't, ideal. I wouldn't mind that. Here, if I may interject. Um I was very upset to watch us get our asses hand to, handed to us by the Dallas Mavericks earlier. Oh, yeah. That was very upsetting. Yeah, that was not fun. How does that happen? But we end up blowing out the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I, I, I just don't get it. This team is so confusing. They're like so up and down, you know? Like, have we lost to the Nuggets this season? No, we've uh, lost to them once. Yeah. But still, we're 2-1 on the Nuggets. That just goes to show who's the real MVP. That, that man that man at point guard for the Warriors. Yeah, the, the Warrior point guard. The Warrior point guard. Yes, I know what you're trying to say, Zach. Stop trying to be... <laughs> oh, yeah, I was just making sure. Yeah. I Stop trying to be so right all the time. Have some fun. I didn't know. Be a child. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm really expecting the Warriors to win. Well, yeah, like today they won. That's good. But they got the Pelicans again and then Thunder back to back. These Pelicans so, games are crucial. You gotta win. They better win all those three, those next three games. That'll put us so far ahead, too, considering the other team we're just trying to beat out. Honestly, the next seven games, I think we can win five games, five of those seven. Yeah. I don't think we, uh, I don't know about the Suns, but the Jazz, yeah. We can definitely. Oh, you think you can beat the Jazz too? There's a chance. The way um, they're playing right now, looking good, man. Especially Wiggins. Good for him. This guy is just going out there and playing and not complaining. Just lockdown defense. The jumpers starting to fall now. Has there been news on Ubre? No, he's, I think they're doing additional tests to see the severity of the broken bones in his hand. Whoa, what? He broke bones in his hand? Yeah. Did you see the fall? Was, I did not, actually. What happened? He fell on a dunk attempt, landed on his wrist. And Oof. this was a while ago. This is when he originally went out with the wrist injury, like a couple weeks to him, about a month ago. Yeah, I, I thought it was just like a, like he bruised it or something. No, he actually. They ran tests and he actually broke some. He fractured some bones in his hand. Yeah, oh. he like tore a ligament in his wrist and fractured his palm. Holy like crap! Yeah, because I think he landed like straight on his palm. Yeah, it was like ninety degree angle. Yeah, that's bad. tough, man. Hopefully he can come back, but jeez. Um, I mean, shit, we're gonna need him more than fucking Kent Bazemore. <laughs> He's more. <laughs> or Michael Mulder. Like, oh. 
Yeah, figures. The guy drops 26 and we still get blown out. Like, fuck's sakes. God damn it. Those garbage. Dude, I see Brad Wanamaker put up 13 points against the Bucks. Man, fuck that guy. <laughs> 12 points against the Celtics. What a, what a cuck. What a cuck that guy is. He plays like absolute, he... plays like hot garbage for the Warriors and then for the for the Hornets he he does decent like he put up 13 points against the Bucks and zero points against the Pistons oh never mind he's <laughs> I don't get it. he's just he's just garbage Brad Wanamaker why are you in the league here can you argue that that was coaching no it's Brad Wanamaker's no I, I agree I think it's Brad Wanamaker <laughs> because how do you drop 13 points is like it's contributing that's all you could say that's what I'm saying. Like, he averaged like two points a game on the Warriors, but he's now scoring 13, 12, a little bit like that. On but now, no, but then he scored zero against the Pistons. <laughs> Again, averages. He's averaging more on other teams than he did for the Warriors. That's true. <laughs> and he's shooting more efficiently. Actually, not from three. Oh, yeah, he was a terrible three-point shooter. This from, he's shooting 13% from three with Charlotte. <laughs> oh, my God. That's worse than with us. <laughs> See, no, no, Jason. It's just Brad Wanamaker. It's just, <laughs> yeah, Brad, just Brad Wanamaker. Wanamaker. Let me just get it, Steve Kerr. God damn. <laughs> yeah, it looks like the Warriors are going to be in the plane. For sure. I think they can hold it down. I yeah, hope so, man. Who who would they play in the plane? They play the, the Spurs? Yeah. Mem- no, Memphis, right? They would play the. Well, I thought eight plays seven, ten plays nine. Yeah, no? that's what, yeah, that's what. Oh, it is. that's how it is. Oh, okay. We got it wrong one time. I, to, I remember I explained it and it was completely wrong. But yeah, I thought it was seven and ten, and then eight and nine. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. But seven plays eight, nine plays ten, and then if you're the seven winner, or eight, and then the winners play each other. No, the winner, of the, the winner of the seven and eight automatically is in, and then the loser of the seven and eight plays the winner of the nine and ten. Oh so if you're seven or eighteen what? you have to bet you have to get beat twice because it gives you a little bit of an advantage because you made the seven or eight seed. Man uh, why can't we just get a one and done? Like that makes that game more intense. It does make it more intense. Uh if they were to do like yeah seven ten and eight nine but you could do seven eight nine ten sure do that but just make it one game. Yeah I mean it, play for the seventh seed because they're obviously closer to the seventh seed. It and would make it more intense. You're right about that. that. I mean, that's just what I think. But Right. Um, how do you... Well, okay. Somebody obviously doesn't feel very strongly about the plant tournament. Mr. LeBron James. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> of, of course, right when his team falls into the playing tournament, he starts freaking out about it. But it's I'm either- sure he changed his mind now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that they're the sixth seed. <laughs> but it's better now it's okay again. Champion of it. He was all like, oh yeah, this is a great idea. We're gonna have these teams be there and it's gonna be so competitive and fun and blah blah blah. And now that he was there for a brief second, he's like, ah, fuck. Not fam. LeBron James needs to shut his mouth. It's very it's super annoying. Just don't say shut up and dribble, or else you're going to be on a poster everywhere in the world. Yeah, I got to watch what I say. <laughs> about LeBron. He'll find it. Yeah, yeah. they will. Um, 
but I'm like about the playing tournament. I think this season it's cool to have just because it's a shortened season. So it kind of like makes up for the last few games that would have been missed that are missed. Um, but I heard they're like talking about making it permanent. And I don't know. I'm not too big on that. I do. I would rather just have a one through eight in both conferences. But this yeah. season, I like it. What do you guys think? I think we should have it only because I just want top six, what top 16 teams. That's, That's what right. I want. We've been yeah. over this. It's what makes sense. Like the all-star game, there's there's no point now that you have the captains, you know. It's not even like an East versus West anymore. It's like Team LeBron or Team Curry, whoever it is now. So you could definitely integrate that, I think. And the okay. playing tournament, yeah, it's a scratch after this season. <laughs> like, it, Aren't they talking about like keeping it permanently? Yeah. Just oh yeah, sorry. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. I agree with Jason. Top sixteen teams would make the most sense. Yeah, I just don't think the playing tournament should be a, should be a thing after this year. Well, here, what's probably going to happen is if the playing tournament does very big numbers wise, it's probably going to be a thing because obviously, tell the league's just going to go with what works on TV. It yeah. makes what generates the most money they're probably gonna do um granted yes still watch the damn games but if there was somehow a way to be like hey there's a better idea out there just do it i wish we could do it because the playing tournament makes sense for uh a covid affected season just like how they transitioned to doing the bubble like that it made sense the bubble was fun like it was a fun thing to watch, sure. But now that we're getting back to normalcy, now we're getting back to capacity crowds. Uh, just run run your playoffs. One through, one through eight for right now. And then once we finally actually get some damn sense in our heads, then we do one through 16 and go from there. Because, man, one through 16 would be great. Yes, it would. Yeah, it would make everything more fair and more interesting to kind of see a Western and Eastern Conference team go at it in the first round or something. The only issue with that is just going to be travel time. Because, say, what if L.A. gets Toronto? Like, that's far flights. So that's probably the NBA player saying, hey, that probably is kind of annoying. That's a good point. <laughs> and, yes, we do got to take what they say seriously. Because, obviously, without no them, you ain't getting no league. <laughs> Yeah, the playing tournament, super interesting. Um, I do have a question though for everybody. Off the top of the, off the dome, real quick, who is your finals favorite and who is your finals dark horse? Wait, wait, wait. So team to win it all or teams that will be there? Team that you think will win it all and then a team that you think is like, you know, like a dark horse, like they could win it too. You know what I'm saying? Off the team, dome. Team to win it all. I'm just going to default to the already favorites, the Brooklyn Nets. So long as they're healthy. Um, yeah, I would go with them. Reed, my favorite too. <laughs> like I said, though, so long as they're healthy. Lately, they have not looked very healthy. James Harden is still um, out with that, ham with that pesky hamstring injury, so... But I'm yeah. sure, you know, they're just playing it cautious. Come playoff time, he'll probably come back. You mean yeah, Harden's 
Yeah. Harden's not coming back until I think the last game before playoffs. Just to get his, uh, just to get warmed up. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> so, I, yeah. Look at AD after he just came back from injury. He hasn't been doing well. And he says himself he needs to get back, like, into game shape. So, James Harden, hopefully it's not too serious. Get a couple games under your legs so you can actually be ready for the playoffs. If actually really want them to all be healthy, like everyone be healthy and everyone to be able to play it, they're like, you know, the fullest. That would be really nice to see if everyone's, you know, 100% in the playoffs. Um, so who's your pick, Pat? Um, Favorite. Yeah, I would say Brooklyn Nets, but I really want the Suns to win it because there's something going on with them. I think the way they're playing, it'd be really nice to see someone else, you know, other than the favorites. Exactly. Yeah, I think we're all agreed on the favorites. I think it's the Nets. No. Nope. Uh, Jason oh, didn't agree. Yeah, we haven't heard you. That. That's true. <laughs> um, I don't even know if you could call the Suns a dark horse. Like That's like, actually what yeah. I was going to say, Roy. I would love I, to see them. You win, can. But like my dark horse, dark horse team would actually be the Clippers, just because of the yeah. they have on the team, and if they could like get something going, yeah, I could see it happening. Actually, I, I had the I, I had the Suns as my dark horse, even though they're they're first in the they're first in the West right now. Actually, they're first in the conference. Actually, well, tied with the Jazz, forty six eighteen. But I mean, even though they're first, I still pick them as a dark horse just because they've never got they've never gotten to the finals they haven't yeah. gotten to the finals in a long time and um nineties. what's that it's been since the 90s since the season. yeah real long time <laughs> they haven't made the playoffs since what like early 2012 maybe yeah, yeah. 2011 maybe yeah. yeah so that's why i picked them as my dark horse just because it's it's been a long time since anyone has seen them do this well. With an unhealthy Brooklyn Nets team, give me the Milwaukee Bucks as my dark horse. Ooh. Dark horse? Bucks. Bucks. Interesting. Really? Yup. I picked the 76ers before the Bucks if the Nets are unhealthy. You think they'll make a run at the Durantula? You think they could do it, Zach? I was going to say Someone's not my, if my favorite would be the Sixers. Your favorite, Jason? Will be the Sixers. Oh, okay. And my dark horse, also coming out of the East, is they're going to make up for last year's loss, and it'll be the Miami Heat. Ah, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, <laughs> I yeah, actually really... Team that's like in the mix, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I really like that, actually, because I like the Miami Heat. I just think, um, I think the late, I mean, obviously we didn't mention the Lakers at all this year. I think the Lakers and the Nets are going to be in the same situation where they're a little too injured, especially with what uh, Dennis Schroeder going down for 14 days based on the health protocol. Um, again, it's just too many of these injuries popping up at the worst times. Yeah, James Harden's getting healthy again, but now you just have to reintegrate into an offense and a team that hasn't played much together. Like that combination of those three haven't played much together. You just don't know at this point with injuries obviously so that's why i'm saying the sixers i think a healthy Embiid has just looked phenomenal phenomenal this season 
obviously you guys know he's my MVP pick, but like we ain't no sports writers. I hate sports writers anyways. Still? Yes. <laughs> Me. I don't fucking care about Jokic. Interesting, Jason. <laughs> Jokic has been hey, without Jamal Murray, what are they, nine and one? Yeah, and they also had the addition of Aaron Gordon. Jokic has went. Michael Porter Jr. has gone off and he's averaged almost twenty seven a game. Jokic has yeah. nuts, dude. Jokic has that durability too, man. I mean Jokic has like missed what, a game? Two games a season? I don't know. I mean I was I can respect an MB favorite MVP pick, but Right now, for me, it's clearly... In a perfect world, Steph Curry should be MVP because, obviously, he's done the best uh, the best floor raising ever in arguably a sport, but that's neither here nor there. Agreed. Yeah, that's just what... That's how I feel. Um, I would pick the Suns as my dark horse, but everything against me, everything in my body wants me to, to still root against CP3 for that foul on Steph Curry in 2014. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> against his career ends we should have beat that clipper we should have beat the lob city clippers that season which was ridiculous yeah that game seven was a heartbreaker but we should have won that what game three maybe i think it was game three one of the two that shouldn't even went to seven honestly but whatever i don't remember that series good enough Um, I got a good off the dome question for you. Um, what team do you think has been the biggest disappointment this season? Um, That's a good question. Let's see. Biggest disappointment. Boston Celtics. Um, barring, barring the Golden State Warriors. Uh, oh, the Golden State Warriors. Go ahead. No, I'm. I we already know how disappointing they. I want to pick a different team that's been very disappointing. I want to say post trade deadline Bulls. I feel like they with getting Vucevic, I kind of expected them to like really take a leap, and they just didn't <laughs> at all, man. They need yeah. one more, one more person. Yeah, they do. But I that's thought they were. Be I mean, I'll say. My, that's actually a really good team to pick. Toronto. Oh yeah, that's actually that was gonna be my pick. Toronto Raptors. It's it's so weird how they're having a bad season because they have a really good team, dude. That's why they've been very disappointing. It's they the only change that was made was that they lost Kawhi. Granted, that was a big hit, but I no one expected them to be this terrible. They're not even in the play-in in the East. Yeah. Having a, having a guy like Chris Boucher step up the way he did as well, I don't get it. It's a bummer he got injured. Yeah, he I would. It's I I guess it's kind of goofy to say because they're in the playoffs, but they're in the play-in. I will. The Raptor? Oh, I'm oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say Portland because because of that roster, because of like who Damian Lillard is, especially the shots he took at Steph Curry saying, oh yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to perform the way you did with the type of team you have now. Yet he's leading the league in scoring in the worst, um, in the worst spacing in like NBA history with one of the most efficient scoring seasons in NBA history. It's just hilarious to me. But regardless of all of that, the Portland Trailblazers, I feel like they should be a lot better. They should at least be the fifth seed. 
at least. There's no way the dysfunctional ass Mavericks are somehow the fifth seed. Yeah, that's that. That's something I did not expect. Like they're hot and cold. <laughs> I I know I said this in the in the pregame, but my Portland Trailblazers hot take is looking pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's because they're so. I don't know. They're so iffy. I mean, I also said it in the thing. It's like, what do we honestly expect from that team? Their team's been constructed the same way. I mean, what? Their big trade was for Norman Powell, right? <laughs> That's their biggest change in a while. And they have a healthy Nurkic. And they're doing this. They're not, you know, we, I think we know what that team is. But that's my, I guess, disappointing team. Do they have McCollum back yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's been, been back. back. Oh, he's, he's been, been back? Okay, then, yeah, I don't understand. They got Nurkic back not that long ago, too. So, yeah, I don't I don't get it. Nurkic. Yeah, yeah, I believe in you, Dame. Dame, if you're listening, yeah, I believe getting, in you. <laughs> yeah, getting Norman Powell is, like, huge plus for them and he's like their third main scorer besides McCollum and and Dame and they're still taking L's I mean I just I just know like after all those people are talking about how Curry uh, they take Dame over Curry after after they talked about that this is what Dame is showing them a bunch of L's who did Toronto get for Norman Powell Gary right Gary Trent Jr. Gary yeah and he's yeah. he's he's been kind of good with them not that it's helping but Solid, solid pickup for both teams. I only said the Celtics as a disappointment because I mean, oh no, yeah, they, dude, they're they're in the plan right now. Yeah, exactly. Going in the year, like I know we love the Knicks on this podcast. Shout out Knicks, but I thought for sure they'd be switched right now. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, like, dude, you got Jason Tatum dropping sixty, and you're barely winning by like two, three points, like in overtime. Yeah, exactly, man. It's just like. At what point is Brad Stevens a faulty? Is this starting to turn on him? Because I know we've been saying, oh, fire curve, fire curve, but Stevens can't even make a fucking championship series. You can't even make a fucking Eastern Conference finals, bro. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Y'all, y'all can chime in, but. No, I agree with you. I definitely <laughs> agree with you. Something's up with Boston. I feel like Boston, as currently constructed, is the same, same situation as Portland. We know what the we know the capability of that team. They're just like stuck. It's like they can't like they're in purgatory almost. Like they're in the middle, dude. They can't get through. It's know? like gets them to the next level. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a facilitating point guard. Maybe a stronger big man. In a Kemba Alonso swap, I think, would be decent. Imagine, like, imagine if the Boston Celtics had Vucevic. <laughs> I got a question. Go Who ahead. wins a championship first, Jason Tatum or Joel Embiid? Probably Joel. Yeah, something about that Sixers team. Yeah. I think they're a more cohesive team, even though the uh, the Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, I guess, not friction, but like, it's because they both stay in, like, because Joel, Joel Embiid is obviously a post center and Ben Simmons can't shoot to save his life. So, you know, spacing. Spacing is what I'm trying to say. Dude, he had that tip yeah. in last night, though. It was clean. The game winner. Yeah, that was nice. They needed it. <laughs> What's really cool about that Sixers team is that they have Tobias and Seth Curry, who are both shooters. 
It, it works out really well for that team. Shout out Seth Curry. Didn't he just like he went on like a tear in the last few minutes of their game against the Grizzlies? So yep. They, so they beat him, and that like helped us out a lot. Yep. Man, those Curry brothers though. Yeah, brother helping brother. Are they the best sports brothers in the league? <laughs> NBA? In the in the NBA, yes. Yeah. For sure. In sports? Because the Morris There's twins. There's an argument there, yeah. yeah. The that, local twins. There's a lot of research needing to be done to claim yeah. the best brothers in sports. So don't don't burn your brains out trying to figure that out. Um, I think what we saw. What we saw a night or two ago may be our future uh, Eastern Conference Finals game, our East, Eastern Conference Finals series. A duel between two MVPs, uh, our our two-time MVP and our um, Defensive Player of the Year, Giannis Antetokounmpo, came away with the dub with 49 points, outdueling Kevin Durant, who had 42 points in his own right, don't get me wrong, still, and had the game winner in his hand. Just, you know, sometimes it don't go in. But uh, what do we think about that? How was, did anybody watch that game or y'all just uh, saw highlights? Yeah, it highlights. Was, I was shocked to see that KD had 40 though. That was dope to see. Why are you shocked by that? That, that doesn't surprise shocking. me. <laughs> I don't know. I With the season he's been having, bro, I don't know, man. I just, I haven't he's been able just to watch. injured, like most of the season. But he's still going to be Katie. But I've noticed that. I think this was the second um, game winner he missed, right? This season? I, yeah. Second second or third, something like that. Because. Yeah. Try read the ball. <laughs> was it me or was that kind of like a questionable game winner that he took, too? No. I'm not questioning. A, I'm not questioning the ball in Kevin Durant's hands at the end of the game. No, I'm not questioning that either, but I feel like he could have worked. He had like four seconds to work for a better shot than like turn around fader. Again, that's why I'm not questioning Kevin Durant. He he does this. I, he misses. Yeah, he, I think I think at that point, he uh, the matter didn't even t- uh, the, the time didn't even matter. He kind of just felt it, you know, and just took the shot. Yeah, I guess sometimes it falls, sometimes it doesn't. I just thought with, with the time he had, he could have, like, I don't know, dribbled maybe a little more for a better shot. Here, I know we're Kevin Durant fans. Um, is would, would load management benefit? Would we be okay with Kevin Durant load managing? And we will discuss this in a second. So yeah, as we were saying about our good old battle between Giannis and KD. Um, so we we didn't watch the game, right? We y'all saw highlights, right? Yeah, highlights. Um, actually watching the game on TV, that was a great battle. And Giannis actually hit three pointers. That was the impressive part. That was the one thing I did see, yeah. Obviously, if he can continue that, he'll be scary as hell. <laughs> but how do we feel about this being a this being an Eastern Conference Finals matchup? Is that a future one? Are we going to see that, or what do we think? Or we think it's if they even get there. Do you think it'll be close? Do you think it'll be a blowout? What y'all think? I mean, I think you hit it on the head there, man. The fact that he was hitting three pointers out there, like 
you got a taste of what could be if he just fucking gets that jump shot. And yeah, I think that's something that could carry them all the way for sure. If you could get that going. Yeah, Giannis with a jump shot would be deadly, but I still think if that's going to be the Western Conference Finals, I don't think we're going to see, you know, unless one of them gets injured, I don't I don't think we're going to see any load management or resting from the Nets. So I think, you know, the Nets are just going to destroy anyone with a fully healthy team. Yes, I agree with Josh. Yep. Oh, it's out there. Giannis with a jump shot has potential to be the GOAT. Ah. <laughs> uh, I will say this. Yes and no. Yes, because yes, on paper, that makes sense. No, because he's in Milwaukee. <laughs> it always comes down to the city with Jason. No, it's not the city specific. <laughs> it's team currently constructed. I mean, I don't need that team. It's not a bad team. They got Drew Holiday, uh, Chris Middleton. I, think I mean, that's what I'm saying. Chris Middleton's looking nice this year, guys. I think with a with a with a like I said earlier, with an unhealthy Brooklyn Nets team, they would make it out the East. Yeah, I, the key word is unhealthy. I, yeah. team. And if they run into Miami beforehand, they don't get past Miami. Disagree. No, I agree with Jason. I yeah. think Miami would Giannis playoff would. playoff Miami would. Is. What do you think? Are you saying Giannis with the jump shot or Giannis as is? Giannis right now. Milwaukee this season. Yeah, like, no, not at all. Oh my god. Because all you need to do is pack the paint, and then you have Bam out of bio that can actually play the perimeter if Giannis so decided to go out. No, 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 no. Bro, are they not even playing Bobby Portis? Like, what the fuck? Hey, that'd be a good series if that was the first round, and that could be the first round this year. Yeah, but Royce, I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot Bobby Portis. Why you mentioned Bobby Portis? <laughs> I'm just looking rough. at the players on their team that are playing, and like... Isn't that the guy who punched Nikola Mirotic? Yeah. <laughs> Put him in there. He's hurt. Okay, so he can punch. Oh, is he hurt? <laughs> he was on my fantasy. Yeah, he. Uh, well, he actually might be back tomorrow, but I think he was hurt. He didn't play. It's like time. Jeff Teague ain't doing nothing with two points, bro. Like, the fuck is he playing? <clears throat> I forgot oh. Jeff Teague was on the bus. Jeff Teague's on the Bucks. Yeah. I forgot about that too. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm looking at their roster. I see why they haven't made it to the finals. <laughs> They don't like, got a bench, huh? Nope. Oh yeah, they spent all their money on four players. So that's yeah, ex- uh, fuck man. Gonna neuter them. Yeah, but that's the LA Rams themselves. Exactly. <laughs> that's future. That's to deal with in the future. But yeah, I still. I mean, oh crap! I mean, yeah, that's your first round right there. Uh, if it ends up like this, that's your first round. Fuck so. Oh. That'd be a great first round, man. Bucks can get bounced in the first round. <laughs> the Bucks get, I mean, yeah, again, Giannis signed a five-year contract, but if they get bounced yet again in the first round, like, how discouraged do you think he's going to be? Because, wait, they lost to... The Bucks lost to the Heat last year, right? Or did they lose to the Celtics last year? Celtics, I think. Yeah, yeah. And then the cool. Celtics lost to heat, the Heat. Yeah, I don't remember who they lost. You might, you're probably right. Damn. If the Bucks lost to the Celtics, what the hell is wrong with the Celtics? That's what I'm saying, man. It's weather disappointment. It doesn't make sense. 
they're sucking when they should be good. Like, <laughs> it's just like there's no it's other. It's not way Jason to... Tatum's fault, that's for sure. If inconsistency was a was a team, the Celtics are inconsistency. Yeah, that's. Um, but yeah, that would be a great first round. That would be a great first round matchup. Who the Knicks for the, for the Hawks? No. Not for the Bucks. Dude, Blue Knicks Sabres? Hawks. I like that series. Knicks Hawks. Hawks gonna lose that. Watch. Yeah, I'll I got the Knicks that. winning that's, that one. That's a good series. Just because the Knicks are defensively way better, and I don't think anybody on that Hawks team is stopping Julius Randle. So wild to think that the Knicks are fourth in the East. And Jazz Blazers, Blazers could knock the Jazz out round one. I could see that. If they can contain, um, if they can contain Donovan Mitchell, and I think that's really it. Honestly, yep, that's it. Don- Kinda like Rudy Gobert is gonna score. What about Mike Conley? <laughs> yeah, well, get why? I mean, yeah, he does decent in fantasy for like one person. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I call he's a bucket, bro. He has been playing really good. It is. wasn't a bucket for me last season when I had him on my fantasy team. Yeah, didn't everyone? The opposite of a bucket, bro. <laughs> I think we all had him at some point. That's the round. You got to pass it on like Kendall Jenner does around the league. Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. They got Jordan Clarkson, too. Contain Jordan Clarkson and Donovan Mitchell, and you're beating the Jazz. They have to contain... Bogdanovich and Ingles too. Those are your shooters. <laughs> they are shooters, but they're inconsistent shooters. Yeah, they're yeah. streaky, man. They're streaky. Uh oh, who's hurt? Oh, someone got hit in the nuts. Never mind. On this dick on national television. Hey guys, I have a question. How crazy do you think the Hornets announcer would go if the Hornets somehow upset the 76ers? <laughs> Dude, I would would shoot myself. Oh my god! He's a here unpopular opinion. He's annoying as fuck. I get it. That's what you're supposed to be when it comes to like announcing. You're supposed to be hyped. I get it. But Jesus Christ, how does he have a voice after a single game? For real, and it just kind of ruins the moment, man. Like, like just go listen to him saying Miles Bridges. No, I think he's. I think he's great, dude. I. I mean, yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. Sometimes he like. He'll overhype certain things, like Lamelo hits a layup and he's losing his mind. But I think it's hilarious. I mean, yeah, it I just agree. With, I agree with John. I love funny, it. but see, you think it's funny? Do you think it's good? I at some sometimes I do think it's good. Like I love when he like like when it's Miles Bridges dunking. I love how he loses his mind. I think it's I think it's really entertaining. But I, like- I do. I do see where you guys are coming from. Like sometimes, like I said, like a player makes a layup and he still loses his mind. That's when it like loses its effectiveness. But dude, there's funny, there's funny. And then there's overboard. That guy is overboard. The guy who goes bang every three. That's hilarious. Like, I love that guy. I don't know his name, but like Mike Breen, he gets it down in the corner. Bang! Like, dude, Yeah, that one's nice. Mike Breen is iconic. Like, yeah, that's iconic. You scream yeah. those bridges after. There you go. Yeah, Mike Breen. Insanity, to the highest degree. Like, <laughs> I love it. Like I, I mean, with the I think it's hilarious. With the Hornets, I think it makes sense because they're uh, very fun. They have a fun team. Airbnb. And the players that they have, they have. They got a fun, fun players. 
I got a fun team, but I want my ears to bleed. Like, <laughs> got here, look, Josh, watch a full game of theirs with headphones on. <laughs> Tell me how you feel after that game. I feel like you will change your mind if you put headphones on and listen to that entire game. That's fair. I'm like, I'm only listening to like the highlights when he when he loses his mind. So maybe like the entire game would probably be tiresome after a while. Hey, but it's also wild to think that the Hornets could potentially be the eighth seed. Lamar yeah, as of right now. Because again, they're in the they're in the play-in because it's the play-in. We don't know what the hell's gonna happen. But they oh, that's can true. make it. All right, here, let's do this. For the Eastern Conference, who's the most likely to make out make it out of the play-in? Celtics, Hornets, Pacers, Wizards. Go. Ooh, Wizards. Like, you would think Teams. the Celtics, but yeah, it's honestly, a toss-up. Celtics out of any of them, but I don't know, man. Celtics, Pacers. You got Celtics, Pacers? Celtics Pacers. beat Charlotte. And then Charlotte plays Indiana after they beat the Wizards, and then Indiana wins. Um, I'm actually going to flip that, Zach. Well, Celtics beating the Hornets, most likely. But I have the Wizards beating the Pacers. The Pacers have okay. not been good and this then, season. I agree with that. Do you think the Wizards play the... Who Do you think the Wizards beat the Hornets? Because then they'd play each other after. Just, oh, yeah. is that how... Oh, you have to lose twice before you're... Oh, oh yeah. The seventh or eighth seed, you have to lose Yeah, twice. I think the Wizards could beat the Hornets. It'd probably be close, but... That's my two picks. Celtics and Wizards. Just because... Dunk. <laughs> I, we were on Bradley Beal watch earlier this season, and somehow, some way, that he, whole... That's a Hornets team. That bro, was, maybe he listened. Maybe he listened. Fire. And uh, this will, you know, nice little transition again, but... Russell Westbrook. Dude, you gotta you gotta give him credit where credit is due, man. He's he's helping elevate that team. Yup. Him. Don't get me wrong. We are. I think. I'll put it to this point and say. We are fair critics. I was gonna say anti-Russ, but I mean like. Oh. I've been anti-Russ his entire career, at least. I haven't always been a fan, but. I was like, never Josh, a fan of him when he was with the Thunder, but. I mean, now I I respect him, and I and I and it kind of I don't like the whole his he has meaningless stats narrative. I really don't hate it. I agree with Zach. I didn't like him on the Thunder, but now I've like I've warmed up to him. Like, yeah, I also agree. His stats aren't meaningless. I mean, so wait, did you like him on the Rockets then? No, hell more. No. I liked him more than when he was on the Thunder. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you didn't like him when he was going against the Warriors, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So just in general, dude. Not he even was annoying. Like, annoying. Yeah, he was annoying. I never. That's why I wasn't a big fan. He was. He would annoy me. You annoy me sometimes. <laughs> what? Jeez, what was that? <laughs> but I think. See how, see how that feels. Him on the Wizards is the most I've ever like appreciated Russell Westbrook. See, that's why. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I feel like that's the same concept of narrative of like LeBron and Steph playing together in the thing, in the All-Star game, because I feel like LeBron picked him because he thought Steph Curry was not a threat to his legacy anymore. Yeah. So that's why it's like, I get like, I get what you're saying. And again, you're entitled to your own opinion. Don't get me wrong. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is, back to the point, Russell Westbrook deserves his flowers. He's been great. 
He's been a top five point guard for how long? Do you think he's top five right now? Yeah. He's playing right now, you can argue it. I, as of right now, he's he's top five in my opinion. Since they made the finals when they got beat by the Heat, yeah. I think he's been top five. Like who's a top five right now? Steph? Russ? Dame? Dame Russ. Chris Paul? Chris Paul, yeah. He's fourth. Fifth. Yeah. Fifth, uh, Russell Westbrook. Luca's oh, up we, there too. I'm not yeah, no. It, it, so Luca is a point guard then, yeah? Yeah, I mean he plays point guard. I think he's classified as a then, I mean, you can make an argument that LeBron James is point guard. <laughs> but I think they have him listed as a point guard. James Harden. Again, you, you can make the same thing that LeBron James and James Harden are point guards. See, that's yeah, what they, they I, play again. point guard sometimes, but I feel like LeBron played point guard. Yeah, but he's not listed as a point guard. He was Zach. Zach. Is, no, 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 is okay, Ben Simmons a point guard? I, I don't know. I have to look. He is. he is listed as point guard. Ben Simmons is a point guard. Okay, Braun could play literally any position. Yeah, I That's know. That's true. He I'm, can play any position, but I'm not calling him a point guard. I'm talking 6'6 six, six and under. True point guard. Like, terms. I'm just saying, whatever they play and whatever they list that player as, I will call them by that position. Listed all the players we have mentioned as point guard. But then but what I about them? Unless, unless I'm tripping, is LeBron listed as a point guard right now? No. In fantasy, he is. Oh, is he? Yeah. No, I can put him at point guard. He's been listed as a point guard. Yeah, but I'm right now. Yes, Zach, he's listed as a point guard right now. <laughs> no, he's not. He's listed as a small forward. Go check my fantasy team. Yeah, okay, no, but fantasy has whatever position they play, they have all of them. He's listed right here as a small forward. I have Zach, did you hear what you just said? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I know he plays point guard. I, I know he plays point guard and he plays like a point guard and he can play point guard. I know that. But he's not it's not I don't call him a point guard. That's not his position. He's a small forward. They have him listed as a small forward. That's his position. I what see what he has played point guard and has I'm saying has been listed. So you he can say at any point in his career, he has been listed as a point guard. So, at you can use that term as saying he is a point guard because he has been listed. Dude, yeah, if you Google LeBron James' position, it literally says small forward and shooting guard. Like the fuck, just say point guard. Oh, he's <laughs> been a shooting guard too. <laughs> like what the hell? That's weird. Zach disagrees. I'm just I'm not, gonna, I'm not putting him in my point guard list. He's a small forward to me. I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm going off what they what they say. I mean. <laughs> Hey, here's a here's a quote from the goat himself. I'm not a point guard, not a shooting guard, a small forward, power forward, or a center. I'm a ball player. That's what he said about That's himself. That's so cheesy. Thanks, LeBron. <laughs> that helps. That helps a lot. Uh, LeBron. LeBron said that. Yeah. Hey, he's not the goat. Don't call him the goat. That was the just like the corny phrase when he said. There's only the same way you stop Steph Curry is the same way you stop me. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> like, shut up, dog. Oh, what uh, about what about PJ Tucker? That dude's a center. <laughs> <laughs> That's a center right there, Zach. Nah, his position is shoe goat. No, don't forget our power forward too. He he exactly. only play he's six five but he only plays power forward center he's like me I have to play center for for our team. 
Alright. Anyways. <laughs> My man Carmelo though. Can yes, we... standout standout players just like Russ. Um Carmelo Anthony made history today by breaking into the top ten all time scoring list. So shout out to him, dude. That is a huge accomplishment. Melo is one of the best bucket getters of all time. I don't give a damn about like top 10 like you know accumulating stats per se because i think we can argue there's not i think we can make an argument there's not 10 greater scores than carmelo anthony no the way the way carmelo scored in denver and on the knicks is just insane it's like the same argument like kd's not top 10 all time but we'd argue that he's one of the greatest scores ever right yes that's what i'm essentially what i'm saying I don't think there's a lot of players like that are a better score all three levels post mid-range three point. But I don't think there's a lot of players. I don't think there's ten players better scoring than Carmelo Anthony. John is just so smooth, bro. Like fuck. And he's been a bucket since like two thousand. Like the shot just literally hasn't changed, dude. It's just as clean as it's ever. And I think we should all get mad at the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder for creating this narrative that Melo isn't a serviceable player at the very least. Yup, yup. Should not have been out of the league for a time. Uh, I also thought that was ridiculous. Like, let's not, let's not get it twisted. Melo should be, um, Melo should not, what am I trying to say? Shouldn't have been blackballed like he was for, like, no good reason. Exactly. Thank you. You took the words out of my mouth. Hashtag appreciate Melo. <laughs> even even when he was blackballed, all of the fans of the NBA were saying, like, what is going on? Why is no one, like, picking this dude up? It doesn't make sense. There was no reason for it. Just, like, there was a narrative that, like, he wasn't a team player, but, like, that was just right. obviously – dramatic reporting i mean report reporters are terrible i mean does doing a podcast make us reporters i hope not because reporters are terrible they don't know shit about shit even if they've watched the game for 40 years you can watch a television show but if you don't understand it did you really watch it i mean we're not reporting to we're not doing this podcast just to give like dramatic takes we're just given our opinions and what we think i you know what i'm trying to say though i don't want to get yeah. into this like we don't know what the hell we're talking about mm -hmm. because like for example nick wright is one of the hottest reporters jesus christ Pause. reputable <laughs> reporters ever mm -hmm. or not reputable one of the most influential right now and he don't know shit about shit when it comes to basketball he really doesn't that guy just pulls takes out of his ass and he deletes tweets. Like, at least be a man about your shit and don't delete your tweets. Like, you were saying Kevin Durant was better than LeBron James. Don't go and tweet that. Don't go and delete those tweets and then run with this narrative that LeBron's been your favorite player ever. Stop that. You great. While, while we're on this subject, you know who else confuses the hell out of me? Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. You you read my mind. That dude is... Skippy. I can't. I can't with him. Stop running with this whole narrative that you love Steph Curry. Like... You love Steph Curry because you said he should be number one over Blake Griffin and then continue to dog him at every turn recently. Like, yeah, stop man. it. Tim Tebow's a great quarterback, okay? He's going to be great. 
All right, man. Just watch. And did you hear who the people he had over Steph Curry as like he said like Steph's not one of the greatest all time. I have many players above him, and he listed like Bill Walton, Bill Walton, Moses Malone. Like <laughs> th- those are all great players. Don't get me wrong, but like just very strange Actually, to have them basketball on every level. Again, none of those players have changed basketball, the actual sport itself, on every level. Like, whatever. That's that. Yeah, that's why I thought it was just like some random. He had some other weird ones too. It was just so random. Okay, and speaking of mellow, <laughs> we let can do we all agree that Carmelo Anthony should be mellow? Like yeah, yes, he's yeah. he's mellow. He's yeah. mellow. So, wow. I mean, I I get that they want a nickname for the current for like the current front runner for rookie of the year. Well, uh, but like Carmelo Anthony's mellow. That will always be. Yeah, but Lamelo Ball is still a great player, and he came back from injury and now he's balling out yet again for that full corp dime rookie of the year is he that's that's actually why i hesitated when i said front runner for rookie of the year do you guys still think he's yes. the front runner with yeah. power birding going down yeah if he were to not come back i probably would say no but since he's coming back yes i'm going yes how many games how many games are left like eight yeah. eight is that enough is that enough for him to play and like Yes. Get back to the front runner. If he continues, to honestly, how we did, there is no one even cl- really close to him, too close to yeah. him to even make a case. Do you honestly think that the front runner, which is probably Anthony Edwards, right? Mm-hmm. I think he, I think it was him and then Halliburton. Yes, and Dude, then Jayshon Tate after that. Damn. Do you think those three are honestly better than Lamelo Ball? And I've had better seasons, even with this injury, than Lamelo Ball. No, yeah, you're right. No, I don't think so. But I do think they both, both Halliburton and Anthony Edwards, at least while Lamella was out, they made great cases for a run at rookie of the year. I mean, I had Halliburton number two behind Melo, and then I guess Edwards. Yeah, we we can already count Halliburton out because of this knee injury. Unfortunate. Obviously, we want him to be healthy because it just makes the league better when our players are healthy. Mm-hmm. Um. With him being out, it's going to be a two-horse race between him and Anthony Edwards. And, dog, you play for the Timberwolves, and your team is, like, one of the worst teams in the league. And Melo at least has him in the playoff in playoff contention. And they'd be higher in the standings if his coach wasn't a numbskull and played him earlier. And started him earlier. My bad. That's true. I just wonder, like, how much does... He doesn't... Like- much. the injury affect his rookie of the year run because he was out i mean he was out for quite a while and we we all thought like oh he's done for the season so now he's not going to win rookie of the year see he's back he has time to actually if he even needs to make ground i honestly thought he should have won rookie of the year before even with the injury i thought he should he was clear cut the best play he was clear cut the best rookie this season and you can argue Never mind. I'm not going to make that argument yet. 
No, like, yeah, I agree. Like he, he was the clear front runner. I'm just wondering, like, does the injury affect that? Like to oh, a degree? It's gonna affect it, but I think with him being back, we know he's back. So he has more tape to give us. And I think with the rest of the tape, with the rest of the games in the season, and obviously going into the play in, that's just gonna bolster his rookie of the year run. That's true. I didn't factor in the play in. I was just factoring the regular season. But I mean I hope eight games is enough for him to, you know, make up any ground if needed. I mean what else, what do you need to see? Because I mean, yeah, you're right. I just you know it's hard when like the other rookies have like played throughout the whole season. And like I said, Anthony Edwards making a, a good case. Not that he's better than LaMelo, but He's making a good case. God, what if they paired Lam- what if they paired Lamelo and Carl Anthony Towns? Man, that actually at the Charlotte. Maybe the, maybe the Timberwolves wouldn't be so bad, actually. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, maybe they should have done that. Wait, then do you think the Warriors would have gone? Do you think they still would have gone for James Wiser? Or do you think they would have gone for Anthony Edwards? Yeah, they were got you. Yeah, because we still needed a center. Bro, we've been needing a center. <laughs> needed a center since like 2000. <laughs> and don't say I'm just Beijing. Oh, God. I would <laughs> never. I... Like, I love Bogut, but we just didn't get the Bogut Bogut. Yeah, we did not get the Bogut. I mean, he was good on the defensive end, but. That was it. <laughs> but like he wasn't slashing and yamming on fools like he was in Milwaukee. Yeah, if we had Prime Bogut, God, that would have been quite a different story. I know we've touched on the Celtics a little bit already, but Jason Tatum, 60 bomb. Love to see that. Career high 60 points. He joins the 60 point club. If, and on a I'll- comeback. If the Sixers, I said Sixers, if the Celtics get their act together, Jason Tatum is without a doubt a future MVP. Agreed. Yes, agreed. Facts. But, I mean, with him playing the way he is, why can't the Celtics get it together? Dude, it makes no sense. Because Boston is cheap, and they're, them being cheap is biting them in the ass, and they continue to see it. It's true. It's it's really a bummer because you expect them to be so much better than they are. Because, dude, like for the past like three off seasons, oh, they got these picks. They're gonna trade them for so and so, and it just nada. It it's happen. definitely not Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown's fault. They are they had themselves like some nice seasons. Yeah, barring the injuries with Brown, he's been pretty dominant. Okay. Yeah, well, this was a fun episode, but maybe we should wrap her up. <laughs> wrap her up. Pause. Oh, man. That's what I said. I do oh, want to say one thing, though. It's tray area time, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, we're all happy. We discussed yeah, young. Chat. Hold on. <laughs> Beforehand, we're still a basketball podcast, but we're all ni- we're Niner fans here too. Trey area, and 
Um, trading Jeremy Garoppolo for Stephon Gilmore. Watch. Yeah. Stephon Gilmore? What? That was a proposed trade. Was it? That is such a... I don't know if... If if I were the GM, I don't think I would make that trade. Why not? Yeah, who? Because Stephen Gilmore is one of the best quarterbacks, cornerbacks in the league. So why would we get Jimmy always injured Garoppolo? Jimmy loves Belichick loves always injured Jimmy Garoppolo and was willing to trade Tom Brady to start him. Yep. About that. If we could okay, somehow pull off like, Gilmore, dude, that would be insane. That I that would just shock me. That was, I mean, but but yeah, shout out to the 49ers for drafting Trey Lance. That's very exciting. Back to the chip we go, where we belong. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. yes honestly, please and thank you. Honestly, we're in a great position without having to trade Jimmy G because yes, Jimmy G has knowledge for Trey area. I said Trey area for Trey Lance, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll it'll only help him. So use Jimmy G while we can, and then once it's the right time. Bada bing, bada boom, you out, Trey in, and to the chip we go. You know who would have better um, knowledge for Trey Lance? Aaron Rodgers, baby. A disgruntled Aaron Rodgers. Yes, sir. Coming back home to the Bay. Yup. <laughs> from the Bay. What? He's from Chico. But yes, he went to Cal. Uh, close, be- close enough. Chico's not close enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying Sacramento's the Bay. All right. Well, that'll do it on this one. That'll do it for this episode. Um, outro. Shout out to the listeners in Belgium. Pat, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you grab Don't Slap. Thanks for watching. Peace.